there, listeners. Bonjour. Good day. Hello. <laughs> it's it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie season three. Can you believe it? Yeah. We are on season three. It is our first episode of the season. The season premiere, as they call it. New year, new me. Right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we have a great season lined up for you guys. We have a great episode today. Um, So, you know, it's crazy. I think we should just get started. It's weird. I, I feel like a noob, even though we've been doing this for three seasons. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Like, it's been so long since we've done this. It's like, I mean... It feels like the first time. Oh, <laughs> copyright stricken. There it is. <laughs> uh, but no, it has it has been quite a while. I mean, if you guys don't count our live episode that we did at PodCon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, th- I think if you guys haven't, if you haven't seen it, go go watch it. Yeah, definitely check that out. It's on our YouTube channel, so you can pop over there and see it. You can also go to Facebook because we, t- we posted about it. So you can mm-hmm. get the link there. If you'd rather go to Facebook first and do it the long way. Uh, Just give us yeah. views. Give us those sweet, <laughs> sweet YouTube views. Yep. Um, yeah, and you get to see our lovely, lovely faces at PodCon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a great show for you today. Sign so, of a great season, mm-hmm. in fact, because our season is, uh, ballin'. <laughs> oh, yeah. This season. Uh, because you know what, guys? You know what? It's sponsored. What? 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 That's right. We are not making this up. We actually have a sponsor for this video. Uh, so if you stick around to the end of this video, we will be. Guess we'll what? Be... What? It's not a video. And it's not a. Oh. <laughs> That's how you can tell that we haven't done this in a minute. Oops. Uh, but anywho, if you stick around to the end of this episode, uh, we will tell you all about our amazing sponsor, why you should check them out. And um, yeah, so stick around, mm-hmm. please, because it, it really does support this channel. Yeah, and they're great. So you should definitely hear what we got to say because uh, they have supported us and we love them. So we want you to love them, too. Woohoo. But anyway, Adrian. What is this week's episode about? Well, my friends, my love, love bunnies, this week, (laughs) we are doing an episode just in, just all about um, something that you've probably heard mentioned in the last few weeks, you know, it, um, it was Valentine's Day recently and people almost two weeks ago. Yeah, almost two weeks ago, people got to snuggle up to their special, special someone and celebrate love and all things romance. Mm. And so Katarina and I sat down and we 
fast in the glow of Valentine's Day and thought about what episode we wanted to do. And we decided we wanted to do an episode about literally anything else but romance. <laughs> my my bitter, lonely heart cried out into the darkness and said, Nay. <laughs> I shall not permit hand holding in my pre- Really, I'm just sad. Uh lonely single person who has a soft spot in my heart for breakup songs um so we decided that's what we're gonna spend our hour talking about today (laughs) yes this week we are doing an episode that is featuring songs that are about heartbreak and breakups and meaningless sex (laughs) And, and also and- songs that are just like, you know what? I'm going to do me for a while. I don't necessarily want to be involved in anyone else's drama but my own. So there. <laughs> yes. Basically anything but your typical I love you, uh, adorable Paul McCartney silly love songs type jams. Not to, not, to, not to take a dump on those because we love those too. But, but everybody, everybody loves those. So you, you know how it is. You got to keep it fresh. You, mm-hmm. you want to stay in the game. You got to find a new angle. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I sound it- like I'm a news reporter from the 30s? I don't know, child. This took um, a turn. <laughs> um, but, anyway. but no, yeah. And also, Valentine's Day does also signify the sort of end of cuffing season. Mm. So what we, what is cuffing season? I was never clear on the, on that. So I I can't believe you don't know what cuffing season is, but I will enlighten you um for you and anybody else who out, who's out there who might not know what cuffing season is, but cuffing season is that wonderful time of the year that starts around like fall and then goes through um to like valentine's day it's like fall and winter time and it's when everybody starts to like get into sort of holiday spirit and they're like you know what i wish i had somebody to share these holidays with i want to take a boothang home to my parents house and show them off and spend christmas under the mistletoe like i want that in my life so as a result Everybody goes out and tries to cuff somebody so that they have somebody that they can be in a relationship with for the holidays. Like that ABC family movie, Christmas in Handcuffs. Sure. (laughs) Except, no. No, uh, I get I get what you're saying though. I get what you're saying. It's it's uh they watch too many Hallmark Channel Christmas movies and they're like, I want that. So they go out and try to get it for the holidays. Yeah. So they go and, and then the afterwards bay. what? Do they do they like toss their boo to the curb? I mean it depends. I, 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 you've served your purpose, girl. For some okay, people we- For some people that might be their prerogative <laughs> and they're like, you know what? <laughs> Springs out. Sun's out, gun's out. Tway time with to, it. <laughs> Tway. Time to go hit the club again and mm. just do me. 
I mean, you know, some people might indulge in a little spring cleaning in the relationship department, and others might not. It's <laughs> Does all this relationship spark joy? <laughs> Marie Kondo, your love life. <laughs> yeah, so you heard it here, folks. Like, if your love life doesn't spark joy, get rid of them. Thank him. All right. And then get rid of him. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you next. Oh. Yeah. That was weird. I don't know why I made that. You see, you see what I did there? Yeah. It was, um, that was clever. All right. Um, but anyway, that's toughing season. And okay. that's that's the that's basically it. So this episode is kind of in honor of all those people post cuffing season who are ready to basically move on to the next stage which is like summer flings and all that good stuff so like you know this is for you guys there we go Mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna share um share some of our favorite sort of anything but romance songs in a bit but before we do i think it behooves us to talk a little bit about love songs what is the love song how did we get to this point of yeah literally not being able to turn on the radio without hearing somebody talking about those four letters l-o-v-e or in <laughs> l-u-s-t there we- wow right bravo thank you love that Mm -hmm. um well as you uh as you guys probably guessed uh you can't talk about anti-love songs if you will uh without understanding love songs because guess which one came first (laughs) that's right it was the love song and love songs in the in the cursory five minutes before this podcast uh worth of research that i did (laughs) um is basically that love songs have been around since the uh, very beginning of time. Um, You know, human beings as a race love love. We love to have sex. We love to break up and then get really angsty about it and then fall in love again because we don't know what's good for us. Um, (laughs) So it makes sense that our art would reflect this as well. Um, Dennis de Rougemont... uh, whose uh, thesis in Love in the Western World said that love songs grew out of the courtly love tradition of the troubadours, at least in the case of um, Western civilization. Because let let me just start off by saying love songs exist in every culture. There are Native American love ballads. There are English, Irish love ballads. There are songs in, in Chinese and Japanese epic poems about love and the lengths we go to for love. Like it's not a just Western concept, but in the Western song tradition, which is basically what a lot of us today follow. I mean, admit it, that's basically what pop music is like all forms of it, um, Mm -hmm. are basically Western music. It's rooted in this tradition of, uh, (laughs) of 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 like bards going from castle to castle singing to the lords and ladies about courtly love and uh just to give you like a college level english 101 description of what courtly love is it was basically this 
delicate balance of will he, won't he have sex with this person he's not supposed to have sex with. <laughs> uh, knights were supposed to basically love God, their king, and their lady in that order. And oftentimes a sexual form of that love usually went against the first two. So if you were to have this, uh, this game of love, um, this will they, won't they thing, it's, it's the purest form of love because it's both sexual and pure because you never act on it. And basically what I took away from this is that human beings are so messed up. <laughs> we need help. We need help. But this is, I mean, if you read romance novels, what's the, what's the, what's the thrill of a romance novel? What's the thrill of a love song? It's the, will he, won't he cave into his desires or will she, won't she admit him to her boudoir and, and do the, th do the thing that's bad for both of them. Like that's the, it's, it's the push and the pull that's, that's, that gets us going, so to speak. And now I can't stop thinking about this one Big Mouth episode where they talk about that. And I hate that I'm talking about Big Mouth now. Um, but basically, like, granted, we didn't just have songs about about this pure slash sexual love. We also had like really, really body songs about straight sex in the 11th century because the poor existed. <laughs> <laughs> no and, and like because think about it the, the people who were invested in the courtly love thing were the people who could afford to be interested in courtly love and the people who could afford to pay the bards to sing that, in their court that's so real poor people needed to have sex to have children yeah. and to serve the king <laughs> <laughs> it's a serf's life yeah um so so there were still fun tavern songs about boobies and and butts and uh putting his thingy into her you know what. So it's uh, a very scientific terms for those things. Very very scientific. Um so yeah, there was a strange uh blending of um of courtly love slash poor people just wanting to sing about having sex. Um and then as time goes on, the two genres sort of melded together to eventually form ballads. Uh, and ballads back then didn't mean what you think they mean either. It's, it was basically a big old love song. It started out that way. Um, today, you say the word ballad and you think of a song that tells a story and it's usually folk music, which, yeah, the, a lot of ballads in the olden times also told stories, but they were usually love stories. And that is the key point. Um, in America, which I mean, forgive us, we are Americans, we're going to be Amerocentric. Um, we had different styles of that. We got the blues, and what is the blues but being sad because your your baby ran away and left you, and now you're sad. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we got Broadway, which Broadway popularized the pop song, really, if you think about it. They had to make three-minute catchy songs about love, loss of love, heartbreak, whatever. And then we got basically by the 50s, 60s, we had started developing the pop ballad, which, you know, Frank Sinatra and his ilk sort of popularized. And the modern love song evolved from there. So now that you guys have like a brief-ish history of love songs, you can kind of imagine that heartbreak songs like, where did they start? And the answer to that is, uh, well, at the same exact time, because as long as people have been uh, fallen in love, 
they've also been getting their damn heart broken. And uh, we've never been happy about it. <laughs> but we have been happy to hear about it. Because be honest, even when you're not dating somebody, even when you're like a 12-year-old girl in your room and you've never been with a man, and, and God, you wish that Troy, Troy Mithy would look at you the way you look at him in your pre-algebra one class. <laughs> that one time you, you touched hands when you were passing calculators to the back for your midterm was not enough for you. <laughs> and you're just... <laughs> That's so real. Yeah. So, so what do you listen to? You listen to songs about heartbreak or like, why won't he notice me songs? Or like, I don't know. Songs of that nature. It's it's ingrained in our very being. Mm -hmm. You um, listen to love songs and pretend like you know what love is. Mm -hmm. As you stare at the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Typing boobies in your calculator upside down. <laughs> they could be yours, Troymathy, if you unhook my training bra. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but yeah we love love and even more than we love love we love feeling relatable and the heartbreak songs and stuff like that make us feel related too so um yeah that's why we have uh songs about everything but romance yes we because we need them we need them to survive mm. survive this crazy crazy world of ours yeah. So sorry that took a full 15 minutes to explain to you. But um I felt that I would spare you like the 30 minutes of rapid googling that like I did. So yeah, yeah we hope you learned something. Yeah. But now this is an educational podcast now. <laughs> Tricked ya. Hey. No. Learn now something, you crazy kids. We are going to delve into the most exciting part and that is talking about sex and sex jams and also really angry you broke my heart jams and forget all I of y'all i'm gonna do me jams <laughs> i feel like i'm like an emo uh sad heartbreak expert but we're just gonna we're just gonna play them as we see them uh in no particular order. And of course, we're going to put our playlist up for you at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I so, mean, I feel like we should start with some sex jams. Yeah, because that's where it all begins, isn't yeah, it? it really isn't it? Is. At the end of the day, it always you start starts with sex. You jams. feel a vibration in your coochie. <laughs> Girl, what is going on in the coochie? <laughs> I think you need to see a doctor. Uh, <laughs> uh, antennae start pointing. Uh, lust is in the air after all. It is closer. It's closer to spring than you think. Didn't the groundhog like not see his shadow? I don't know. Who knows? Um. Anyway, <laughs> like, I mean, as far as sex jams goes, like, I have a sex playlist. If you don't have one, you're lying. Um. I I really don't, though. All right. That's a lie. No, I, I really don't have one. I should make one, but I don't have one. Okay. You, I'm very you, disorganized. I bounce from playlist to playlist. Nah, you, you should make one. <laughs> it's, it's just fun. Like, you know, yeah. you just, and you put some good jams <coughs> on there. 
I will say that like um I'm trying to think of like my favorite um but I feel like Miguel's a good starting point for if you're trying to draft a uh sex playlist. Um, mm. basically one just like listen to any Miguel song that all he talks about is sex. Like that's all he well, that's all he does. But that's um, true. He has a song called GFG, <laughs> and literally, like, GFG stands for good fucking girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that song is, like, a really just, like, shut up and take it kind of song. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, we're plunging right into it. Right into the deep end here. Look, we said it was sex, not love. We yeah. said it. This isn't about, like, holding it close and whispering sweet nothings like this is to the point like mm-hmm. so and there yeah. are there are pleasant and not so pleasant forms of this kind of song um mm-hmm. would you classify gfg as like a pleasant vibe um it, <laughs> well um pleasure is had um pleasure is okay i'm, I'm talking like because uh the hills by the weekend is very much a sex song and it's it's, it's destructive. It's a destructive yes. sex song. Yes, like pleasures had, but it's almost like an empty uh, nihilistic pleasure. <laughs> you don't feel good about it necessarily. Um, I actually think that GFG is kind of somewhere in the middle because it's not like a like. It it doesn't really try to like prop up sex as being this sort of like intimate romantic act it's very much a sort of like physical like we are in the pursuit of feeling good and reaching that like point of pleasure but it's not like a as like sort of destructive and dark as like the hills is like the weekend only knows how to make that type of set song i am convinced yeah <laughs> like there yeah. are like three different weekend songs on our playlist, and all of them are just like, I don't <gasps> care about you. I just want to have sex with you. <laughs> Hold on. Is earned it on this playlist? Oh my gosh. I, I think I'd put it on there. If I didn't, I meant be. to. Because okay. earned it is like, that's the, the one closest, I felt good about. <laughs> that's the closest he's ever come to writing a like, feel good sex song. <laughs> And it was for a BDSM fan fiction. <laughs> it's a good song, though. Like, yeah, I mean, if you sing that to me, I mean, I'm not going to have sex with you. But, like, it, it does get you feeling some type of way. Um, but there, okay, there's another weekend song this actually isn't a song by the weekend it's by ty dollar sign but the weekend's featured on it it's okay. called it's called or not hmm. this song is like objectively kind of like ridiculous <laughs> like it has the lines can you make these eggs cheesy with them grits or not <laughs> <laughs> which is like amazing but at this, <laughs> but what I love about it is like it's so unabashedly sexual. Like 
there's absolutely no like smoke screen. It's just like, are you are you gonna have sex with me or not? Like that's the entire crux of the song. But the weekend and Ty Dolla Sign have they just have such a like crooner kind of voice that like even when they're singing about really just like raunchy, gross sex, like mm-hmm. down in the dirty sex, they still sound so good. And it's just like, yeah, you sexually objectify me while you sing. <laughs> like, I'll take it because you just sound so good. Sometimes, look, sometimes it's all you want. I mean, even if you're like in a committed relationship, sometimes that kind of vibe is is what you need right then and there. And uh, I'm not here to criticize. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, as long as it's all like on the up and up and y'all cool, like... Go ahead. You do that. You do that to Orna. Like. <laughs> Cheesy crit. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere, too. It's like. That's, that's like one of my favorite foods to get on a road trip. Pop into a Waffle House and get some cheesy crits. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> And then the next line is, can you do it like that on this dick or not? And it's just like, no, <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Like, That's can you weird give me lyricism. Like, yeah. Can you give me like a, a sort of further instructions? Because I'm not really sure what you're trying to get me to do. That's like, that's like, like okay, this song is not on this playlist because it didn't fit uh, the mood for this playlist. But um, the song Sunflower. <laughs> The oh, part that... where he goes, she no. wanna ride me like a cruise. I mean, that what does one... that mean? I mean, having a good time. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a good time on cruises? <coughs> uh, I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. Uh, <laughs> I, I just love that line. She wanna ride me like a cruise. I do love that line, too. I love that song, but it, you're right. It doesn't fit because it's too sweet and adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, there are plenty of other songs on this playlist. Um, you know, there are a lot of, like, there are a lot of female singers on here. And Interesting. Do you think female singers sing about this kind of thing better than men? Or that they just happen to sing it more often? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with yes. Maybe that's biased, but like, I I do. I mean, I guess it's just different. Everybody approaches it differently, right? You have your own mm-hmm. sort of like experiences in life, and so I think when a when a woman approaches like writing a song about sex, they approach it from one angle, and um, you know men approach it from a different angle but and it varies too it's like not every guy is gonna write the same kind of sex song and not every girl's gonna write the same kind of sex song it's like very true there are like cool like um sort of more subtle like sex songs or songs that allude to sex like demi lovato's pool for the summer like that's a fun it's light it's definitely like about like sexual like themes but it's not like overtly in your face and then you have songs like duck duck goose by cupcake 
Where I can't believe you put that song on here. <laughs> I saw, I remember when I saw like a Pitchfork article on her and I saw that music video and I literally stared there before realizing I was in like a public place <laughs> watching that music video. <laughs> oh my God. Like that. Okay. First of all, Cupcake al- Cupcake's album is like a bop. So like. She, what I, I love about Cupcake is that, like, she just, like, is really, really dirty. Like, really dirty. Yeah. But, but That's she's an also, understatement. <laughs> but she's also a really, really good rapper. Like, it, it, it's like, you would think that, like, oh, like, she's just this sort of, like, kitschy kind of, like, oh, she raps about, like, dirty stuff, and that's just kind of, like, her thing. But she's actually, like, a, just a legitimately good MC, And so, like, the set stuff is just, like, a part of who she is, and it's a part mm-hmm. of, like, um, her, like, it's a part of, like, her life, and so she talks about it, and she talks about it in very, very blatant terms. And, you know, she, like... She has a history of female rappers behind her that supports that. Like, you had Lil, Lil Kim before her. Um, True, I forgot and, about Lil Kim. Yeah, like, it's not like it's novel. It's just, like, she's owning her sexuality and putting it in her music and writing songs like, I thought I came, but I peed on the day. God! <laughs> The, the lyrics are so raunchy. If we haven't mentioned this, by the way, this is an R-rated episode. Um, yeah, so uh, listen with discretion, please. Keep that in mind. Um, but, like, that dot dot goose gets me so hype. Like Loser sponsorship and, like... <laughs> right, in retrospect. <laughs> Uh, but no, Duck Duck Goose. Like, I, I'll I'll give it to Cupcake. I was, she accomplished her goal. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, she did. Um, <sighs> and she has a song with Charlie at CX, which is great because it's basically a song about like, um, having a dude like perform oral sex. Mm. on you and then his face is like covered in certain fluids that's what that's about <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what that's all it's about oh so uh okay yeah <laughs> we're right in it alright <laughs> you know uh People get really creative with their set songs these days, and I, like, I'm here for it, because I, I am a supporter of creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild, though. Free speech? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel like I just, like, ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, I feel like, I feel kind of like, my eyes have been opened, like a new world. <laughs> I've seen too much war. War never changed. 
But speaking of Charlie XCX, I want to take this minute to talk about uh, Boys. Oh, yes. Which coincidentally was my favorite song of that summer. Uh, it was such it a was, good song. It was a good balance between lust and like teeny bopper. Um, not wholesomeness. The appropriate amount of lust that is acceptable in a teeny pop track. <laughs> yeah. Like, it really takes you back to just being, like, a teenage girl. Or just a woman. I mean, like, you know, it just, it takes you to that kind of feeling of just, like, you know, doodling somebody's name on your notebook or Mm -hmm. writing um, really embarrassing poetry at, like, 11 o'clock at night before school start or before school. Which is a thing that I may or may not have done. Um, we all did it. It's okay. But yeah, like it just—it's just so like calm, too, and serene. It's just like, sorry, I'm too busy thinking about boys. See mm-hmm. you later. Just—I was busy. <laughs> Think about boys. <laughs> very important. <laughs> I love, okay, I'm going to be, like, sometimes I feel like I've just been, like, mentally stunted because I think those are my favorite kinds of, of uh, song, like, sex songs. I, uh, although I say that and then I, I go ahead and I uh, love songs like Wow, I Can Get Sexual too, which is very much not PG-13. Wow, I Can Get Sexual too is a... Uh, um... It's just it's so very funny. blatant. It's very yeah. blatant. It, it's blatant, a little problematic, but how <laughs> so? <laughs> you don't say. Um, but you know, it's just you can't. Oh man, I can't even remember the first time I heard that song. I had to be like sixteen. Oh, I do. <sighs> Because I had I had an older friend in high school show me that song, and then my eyes were opened. I was just like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Yeah, it's just that song. Like, it's interesting because like the way that pop punk approach sex is yeah. very different than like pop how pop pr- approaches it. Yeah, pop punk manages to be sad and angry and lustful all at the same time. Where like pop uh focuses on the lust. Yeah. Like it's the pop pop is still very physical. And the the emo pop punk genre was almost like, I'm mad that I feel this way. Yeah. Or I feel guilty that I feel this way. It was it was very strange. It was a very strange genre. Uh, like a little less sixteen candles, a little more touch me. Was similar, yeah. mm-hmm. like. I mean, it 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 honestly kind of says a lot about just the genre itself, you know. That's true, and that's true. Yeah, and and then in like a complete twist, <laughs> your love by the outfield was just guilt free. Like, yeah, I'm using you for sex. Sometimes you just have to get right to the point <laughs> and just be like, 
this is what's happening. Right. And right. But it's also from the perspective of a dude cheating. So like uh, I don't I don't know if it was gonna feel guilty. Oh man. Speaking of cheating, we can Are you I, gonna say what I think you're gonna say? I don't know. What what do you think I was gonna say? It wasn't me. No, but that's a great song. <laughs> Change my mind. That's where we're going. I love that song. <coughs> Who knows it's what Shaggy <laughs> is saying, but like. I do, because I memorized it. Oh, man. That song was great. I remember singing that song as like a five year old, which is mm. like, why? Way too young. Way mm-hmm. too young to be talking about. Um, banging on the sofa. <laughs> like being caught red-handed. Yeah. I love that concept, too. Like, just say it wasn't you. Right? Like, not, <laughs> like, let's, let's walk through the scenario for a second, right? Like, you're a dude. And yeah. for whatever reason, you cheat on your girl. And mm-hmm. she catches you. and you, Like, stares at you. Yeah. With her eyes. All this evidence. All Smells of it, you. Sees it, like, sees you on tape, sees you walking in your house and seeing you just go into town on this girl. And mm-hmm. you, you go to your friend and you're like, damn, man, I, I got some bad news. Like, my girl, oh, she caught up, me. Oh, what's up, bro? She caught me what? cheating. No yeah. way. I thought you were, I thought you were careful. I uh, thought you weren't having sex with her on every inch of your house. Yeah, I mean... Of your of your taped house. We only did it in the kitchen, on the floor, what? in the bedroom. <gasps> out, Not the bedroom. On the back of the door. Oh my like, god. You horn dog. Well, just say it wasn't you then. <laughs> y- y'all see how ridiculous that is, right? <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I think there's actually a, a line somewhere where he says something like, are you going to believe me or your eyes? And I was like, oh my god. The answer is my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so this brings the question because when I hear this song, I always think it's like the girl walking in on them cheating mm-hmm. and it's her seeing this for the first time, but she like lets them move from room to room and just like stares at them. She just follows them like a video crew. <laughs> Occasionally whips out her phone. She's like <laughs> recording. recording Actually, no, because this song came out before that was like a thing on cell phones, I think. So yeah. like she pulls out a whole ass camcorder. Mm-hmm. And she <laughs> makes a video. <laughs> I like to imagine that she just makes that video and like and he doesn't even notice her there. And mm-hmm. then like a week later, she's like, hey. I got a video I want you to watch. Mm-hmm. And then she and he's just, like, oh, baby, what kind of video? The dirty kind? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> and then she plays it. It's just like, so I'm taking all your stuff. And <laughs> yeah. But baby, that was me. That's clearly not me. It's, uh, I have a tattoo of a Pikachu on my left butt cheek. Do you see it here? Yes. <laughs> Right no, that's, that's the right butt cheek. It's a video. It's not me. <laughs> 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 it's 
friend like in the background, like thumbs up, encouraging, like just keep going, just keep going. It's going great. I think she's <laughs> buying it. <laughs> Man, it's so dumb. I just <laughs> I have a lot of questions as to how that song like came about. Like Right. Do you think he was just like having fun? Or do you think this like was something he took from his life? Yeah, did he actually just like tell a friend to be like, it wasn't me, even though the girl saw you with mm-hmm. her with her own eyes. <laughs> Heard you with her ears. Heard you, smelled you, like all the like Ugh, the whole house. The whole house. Like, all right. Don't cheat. No, That's don't the PSA for the day. If you feel it's over, do the just break up. Because <laughs> otherwise, you could end up with a girl that pulls a hit 'em up style move on you. Mm. <laughs> a la the song "Hit 'em Up Style" by Blue Cantrell, which is a which song. is a great. <laughs> it's a great song. I was gonna say it's a good segue into angry breakup music. <laughs> yes, angry breakup music. Because you could cheat on your girl, and she could be like, well, you cheated on me, so I'm going to spend all your money. <laughs> all of it. Which, which, look, depending on how you cheated, how long you cheated, who you cheated on with, that could be very justified. Yeah, like, depending on what you did, I low-key, like, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily rat her out. <laughs> like, no. Not gonna lie, like I understand it. Like, I mean, would I ever do it? Probably not. But like, no. If a friend came to me and was like, "This dude cheated on me with my sister," and oh. <laughs> like cheated on me with my sister, bought then her I'd expensive like... jewelry, and then I'd be I... like, "Well, <laughs> I'd be doubly know? mad then." Because it's not just my man now. It's my sister. Yeah, at that point, just spend everybody's money. That's that's a whole other level of broken trust, really. Mm-hmm. Like, some random thought, okay, I'm mad, but I, it's like, I'm only mad at my man. Uh, my friend, I'm mad. My best friend, oh, we're going to have some problems. It's a war. Um, my sister... <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> crash my key into the side of his pretty little, little souped-up four-wheel <laughs> Again. Oh, my God. We didn't put this song on the playlist. It's going on there now. Just it's going on there now. Another Before bop. he cheats. <laughs> the one, like, country song. Like, all your friends who are like, I don't like country. Like, you, you know, the ones who are like, I don't like country or rap, but they all know the words mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. Before He Cheats. Everybody loves Before He Cheats. That sounds mm-hmm. great. Dug my key into the side of his pretty little souped up four-wheel souped up four-wheel drive. Like, it's just... Carved again. my name into his leather seats. Again. That is some other next level of anger. Because uh, those repairs... Oh, by the way, if your plan to get revenge on a cheater is to leak all the air out of their tires. Don't leak them out of all four. Uh, just slash three of them. 
because then it's not covered. Look, um, we don't condone any of these acts and don't I, suggest I you don't do them. I don't condone violence or property damage. Or theft. Or theft. But they make great songs. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crimes we don't condone, murder. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Uh, let's talk about Delilah by Tom Jones. All right. <laughs> the ultimate the ultimate in uh uh revenge. Did, did you listen to that one? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Man comes home, sees his girl cheating on him, and he's like, How could you do this, Delilah? And she just laughs in his face, so he blacks out and kills her. I don't know why I'm laughing at this. It's, yeah, it's not awful. really funny. <laughs> but the song itself, okay, so the song doesn't sound like it's a murder song. The song sounds like an Italian yeah. love ballad, but like... There are a lot of really problematic breakup songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if this also came from a, a true place of, like, history. I really hope like, not, but... Uh, the- I mean, look, there are enough couples out there who've gone to prison for murder yeah, because like of this, cheating. Like, it's a, a thing that happens. Thing. It's yeah, very but sad. like the song, the song is like Delilah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that's all I'm allowed to sing. <laughs> Fun fact: that was my little brother's favorite song when he was a little child. That's unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. But uh, Tom Jones is um, he's just really good. So like, I can forgive it. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh. Should we, should we move back into the realm of things that aren't crimes that are just angry? Yeah. Mm. Like. Hmm. Um. You're so vain. Oh, you're so vain. You probably think the song is about you. I never got that because like clearly the song is about him. Yeah, but it's like he just it automatically is. assumes that it's about him. That's true. Like then it's like, really? Don't even mention your name. It could be anybody. That song is a bop. That Carly Simon is a treasure. She she is, and that's on is a bop and it stands the test of time yeah and i've always wondered like who it's actually about somebody told me dave coulier i was like god i hope so <laughs> dave coulier yeah from full house isn't that what uh you ought to knows about by alanis morissette <gasps> oh my god Am I getting my songs mixed up? <laughs> Maybe, because that's what I heard. Um, okay. I also, okay, so then it could have been about Warren Betty. Beatty. Beatty? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who it's about. I, I keep hearing stories about who it actually is about, and Carly Simon's like, can we stop playing this guessing game, please? <laughs> Move on. Just sing it and shut up. <laughs> yep. I made a bop out of my pain. Accept it and leave. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, we have to talk about um, Love Drunk. Yes, <laughs> yes. Boys like girls. I loved that music video as a kid. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale, man. A treasure. I don't think I ever saw the music video for that song. What? They're in like an arcade and Ashley Tisdale's playing a bitch. And it's really weird. <laughs> oh, but man. um But it's it was a great song. I it's just so like yellable. <laughs> right? Well, That's and it's such a beautiful metaphor. Like I used to be love drunk, but now I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah. It's like used to be so intoxicated by you and now i just want to vomit into a bucket and die <laughs> <laughs> my nose is bleeding from all this vomiting i'm gonna take a rest in the cat litter <laughs> everything's so loud mm-hmm. touch me try to move me and you die <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very interesting way to portray love again with the pop punk uh getting kind of real with it like in terms of how they feel about it versus how pop seems to feel about it mm -hmm. yeah it's raw it is like where is your boy grand theft autumn <laughs> where's your boy tonight slut <laughs> I mean, yeah. Pop, <laughs> pop punk had a very, very, very big problem with the way they talked about women. Because they're all I mean, just like, know. they all suck. Nobody. I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to write them all off, though. Only because, like, that's how, it's, it's okay to feel that way when you're angry about girls. It's one thing to think, like, a whole gender is garbage, just throw the whole gender away. But, like. I, I don't want to write off all of these songs as problematic only because I know when I've gotten my heart broken, I've been like, wow, uh, I hope you die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah, you're right. Like, they, they do come from a place of, like, heartbreak and anger. And so you, you have to, like, credit the artist to that point of, like, okay, they, they're trying to work something out. Um, yeah. It, it like, just sucks that there weren't nearly as many females that were writing, that were popular, That's, that were writing songs about, like, dudes. True. Because then Though, you get that sort of, segue. like, perceived, like, yeah. Yeah. I would, though, like to say that that's an excellent segue to talk about That's What You Get by Paramore. I love this song. It gets me so hype every time I hear it. Yep, like it's just and so Haley cool. Williams, she's still a great voice in in punk, like pop punk, and honestly, that that song is real. <laughs> yeah, like I just I drowned out all my sense with the sound of its beating. Like I I listened to this song all the time when I was like sixteen, and would just sit in my room and just be like, I'm such a fool because. I just listen to my heart all the time. 
And right? he'll never love me. <laughs> and you're like 15. You're like, I'm 15 years old. <laughs> I know what this feeling really is. Yeah. And they're in their 20s going, no, honey, no, wait, no, wait. You don't. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll come. You won't like it when it does. But yeah. It'll come. Just pace yourself. But, hmm. yeah, it is really sad. Like, I would listen to so many of these songs and, like, think that I knew what they were talking about. And yeah. Then you eventually learn that you uh, didn't really, really know. No. And then there are, like, whole other buckets of issues and songs that you're like, geez, I hope I never know. Like, yeah, um, that's true. Like, like, like Delilah. Um. I, I will also mention The Chain by Fleetwood Mac because um, <laughs> while that song is about uh, that whole band did nothing but like make songs about people cheating on each other while they were cheating on each other. Right? Like the entire Rumors album. I don't know how uh, look, great art came of that but holy shit. <laughs> And that is like a uh, like a wonderfully strange point about all of the this about heartbreak is that like you have all this beautiful art that comes from so much pain. <laughs> yeah. And like you get a kind of raw intensity from that too. Like like if you don't love me now then you'll never love me again. Mhm. Damn. Mm-hmm. That hurts. It does. <laughs> you really feel it. But it's not to say that you need that kind of pain in your life to create great art. Because. Oh, no. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have the flip side of all of this. And you have songs like No Scrubs by TLC, which are basically just like, I'm living my best life. You can go Mm -hmm. over there. Like. And it's a bop. It's great. It's beautiful. We all love it. It goes down in history. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or like the topical Thank You Next haha, uh, by Ariana Grande, which solid mood of 2019, to be honest. Honestly, I was so impressed with that song. Like when I mm-hmm. first heard it, I was like, this is like a really like great song about growth and acceptance right yeah and it's and it's like i don't hate any of my exes they all taught me something important to my life and i've moved on but i'm also gonna do me for a while before i jump into my next relationship so uh thank you whoever's coming next Mm -hmm. and i was like gosh what a healthy mindset for this new year right like it uh, among all the songs that are on this playlist a lot of them, like, you know, don't have the healthiest of mindsets. But that one, like, it's just a, yeah. Like, I've lived, like, I've lived my life and I've had these relationships and mm-hmm. I, I played my part in them and made my mistakes. But now I'm just going to focus on, like, the most important relationship that I have. And that's the one that I have with myself. So, thank you. Yeah. Next. Right? Like, I was I was impressed. Honestly, I was like, great. Yeah. 
You did the thing. And it had some had some great memes mm-hmm. come out of it. Um, like I was uh, like, yeah, like like you said, of all the songs that are like of the I'm just gonna do me for a while genre, um, this one's probably the healthiest one. Yeah, because like you got Party for One by Carly Rae Jepsen, which is a bop. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The song's awesome. It is. But a lot of them are also like, you know, damn, I don't need you. I don't need this. I've just got me and like, I'm good. And like, yeah, that's a good thing to say. But it's also like it, you can you can be you can allow yourself to be hurt and you can let yourself miss this person. The important thing, though, is to grow from them and not to hate them forever, as long as they weren't like some crazy uh, abusive jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it is like, it it is like you you're right. Like, thank you, Nets is kind of like an example of one of those really healthy sort of like I'm a do me songs. Because you also have songs that are like that, but they also kind of border on like being like a I'm a do me song and also being kind of low key and angry breakup song. Like I don't fuck with you by Big Sean, featuring E40. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. on one hand, it's kind of like a I'm doing me, I don't care about you, I'm all good. But on the other hand, it's also like, you stupid-ass bitch, <laughs> I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, like, As, like, the bitterness comes through a little bit. Yeah, it's like, there's obviously some unresolved issues going on here. So, like, you maybe should address that. Because mm. obviously you got some problems still there. But Yeah. And, and then you have, like, Love Myself by Haley Steinfeld, which is just one big code for masturbation. And- but self-love is important, y'all. <laughs> and I just want to shout out the song Boy Problems by Carly Rae Jepsen, because I love that song. It's great. And it's a great song about being like, girl, I don't care about your problems no more. If you want to break up with that dude, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we talk about the sadder songs? Because we talked about the angry ones. Yeah, because sometimes when it's... you can't avoid just being sad about it. Yeah, you just want to, like, take that time. And I think it's important to mourn. Um, granted, there's a grace period where, like, once you pass it, okay, it's time to get over it and move on. But, like, there is, like, a, like a two-month period where, like, you can be sad. Mm-hmm. It's good to be sad. Yeah. you've You've lost a person who... Who was important to you. Mm-hmm. And no better example can we talk about interesting morning styles than uh, Keep Your Name by Dirty Projectors. Okay, first of all, this entire album was just like <laughs> really, really, really fucking depressing. <laughs> Ooh, it was. There's a song on that album called Death Spiral. And you just start screaming, Death. <laughs> Death. Death. Like, in case you wanted to know where his mindset was. It wasn't great. It was was there. It was not great. But that entire album Mm -hmm. does kind of circle around, like, a breakup. And so that, like, informed all of the lyrics and just emotional content of that album. Like, he went through a very, very public breakup. And... Yeah. Out of that, he wrote this album. And it, it's a good album. Those songs are good. They're also very depressing. 
but um yeah like keep your name which is um one of the like singles from that album is just like really sad yeah i just i just remember listening to this album and being so sad and then being like Katarina, you have to listen to this because it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. And then we just both just stayed up all night being like, why is it so depressing? And I don't think either of us were even in relationships at the time. I think we were just sad. Yeah. We were just sad. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Keep Your Name, though. Like, there's something about the way he's altered his voice for, like, three quarters of the song to be this long drawn out sad thing like a a blob of sadness really that's just echoing on the entire track until he does that weird like not quite rap part in the middle but it was, it was a very strange um almost stream of consciousness section towards the end yeah uh where he where he kind of talks about like it's kind of like the thought process between the two of them as they're breaking up but it was it was just so sad and and kind of like a sweet sort of sadness. Mhm. Yeah, that's that true. I appreciated. Yeah. And then you have Careless Whisper, <laughs> which you cannot like <laughs> talk about or do without just really really feeling that solo. Sax. Yep, that's that solo. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just so fun. <laughs> yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, those lyrics and like George Michael's vocals are very soulful, and they're very much <laughs> like they come from a place of pain. Like you can tell. Um, it's also very melodramatic. <laughs> yes, which is what I live for. So it kind of like tempers the sadness a little bit because you're like, this is so overdramatic. It kind of cheers me up a little. <laughs> that's so true it like wants the line of like it's just so sad it's kind of making me happy right i think sadly it's because our generations turned it into like a kind of meme um but the original song like if i've listened to it when i've been sad and honestly like i always put it towards the end of like my sad playlist because like while it's still is sad it does sort of in its melodrama boost me back up like okay it's time to get over myself now yeah definitely it has that sort of i think there's also a comfort in that song too maybe maybe it is because of the fact that it we are products of our generation and so because that song Mm -hmm. has been around for so long we just like have that sort of like just connection to it emotionally is just being a song that's lived with us through our lives um but yeah it it just there's something about it that is like it is sad and it does make it you do connect to that sort of sad emotion in his voice but you can also mm-hmm. feel like there's another side to your sadness yeah Um, I I kind of feel a similar way 
about Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Is it too much of a meme for you now? No. No, I, I, I meant more in the respect of, like, it being a song that's sad but also makes you, like, feel kind of good. Because okay. there's something about that song that's comforting to me. Yeah, to me, it's like, it's like a... If you've gone through a breakup and like your mom comes into your room and she's hugging you, telling you like it's going to be okay kind of a thing. Yeah, definitely. Basically, I'm saying Stevie Nicks is my mom. I'm kidding. We can all dream. (laughs) (sighs) But like that, like to me, like that song is. I've cried listening to that song. Like I've had my emotional moments where like, yeah, the song hits me just right. But you're right. There is a weird comfort to be found in it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've talked a lot about a lot of different types of songs. <sighs> yeah. Interest. Look, look, guys, our playlist is full of tunes that you can like head bang to that you can bang to that you can cry to not necessarily in that order. Uh, (laughs) And there are so many that we didn't talk about. I want to say there's a hundred plus songs on this playlist. Yeah. It's really, um, we could be here for hours. Yeah. It's not in any particular order either. So like, look, um, Assign your own meaning to them. Like, see, see if you and uh, see if you got the same kind of vibes from these songs that we did. And uh, maybe we can have a discussion about it. I don't know. Maybe you think Paint It Black isn't a breakup song. It definitely is. But yeah, if you want to square up, we'll square up. Yeah. Like, if you can meet me behind the Denny's parking lot. Make your case for it. Be interesting. With your fists. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Nobody got a fight over Careless Whisper. No. Uh, uh, if, we, if we made you cheer up, if we were there for you during this difficult time, say you got dumped post-cuffing season, um, let us know. Yeah. Like, we, we want to be there for you guys. Yeah, we want to help, help comfort you in your post-cuffing season blues. Or, hey, maybe you were... <laughs> You were the dumper in that situation. You like, I'm <laughs> done. And you just need some songs to be like, I'm doing me. We got some songs. Thank you. you next. Exactly. You're working on yourself now. You play some thank you mm-hmm. next. Or um, I'll also shout out Just Fine by Mary J. Blige is also on this playlist. And that'll be your like, yeah. I'm doing me. I'm living my best life. Don't need nobody. Having a great time. All kinds of good stuff is on this playlist. Whether, oh yeah, whether you're all genres, all moods, uh, basically anything but the romantic part. We got you covered, yeah. man. Whether you are sad, angry, or horny, we got you. Maybe you're all three. Meaning, this playlist is basically the perfect thing for you. You'll live in this playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> now, excuse me, I have to, I have to go update my, uh, my OK Cupid profile. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Good. You need an update. <laughs> Get your life together. Heard it here, folks. Just being called out. <laughs> Live radio. Um, well, okay. Did you want to do top five or are we basically going to call it? You know, like it's hard for me to just pick favorites off this playlist because there's so many heavy hitters on here. So True. I think... I think we just have to call it and let the music speak for itself, you know? Like, Very true. I agree. Um, gotta flip the script. Send it. S- yeah. What are your fight? What are your favorites? Send us your top five mm-hmm. of each category. Ha <laughs> ha. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out your favorite breakup song, your favorite sad breakup song, your favorite angry breakup song, your favorite horny song. Your favorite mm-hmm. do me songs. Yeah. Whatever. Just let us know because we always love hearing about what gets people going. Ew. <laughs> you actually don't, maybe. I mean, like, uh. look, you don't have to go into graphic <laughs> detail about it, but like, uh. just. Oh, dang. We didn't put Pony by Genuine on this list. Oh, it's going on there now. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) all right, we need to stop talking about set songs. We really do. We We do. Like, blocked or something. Yeah, before we lose our sponsor. Before we lose our sponsor that we just got, which, I mean, that leads us to a beautiful segue. (laughs) Beautiful segue. Hopefully they won't uh, drop us in, like, two minutes. Um, but yeah, this week, who are we sponsored by? (coughs) This week, we are so, so happy and thankful to be sponsored by Wine Dart Sea Villas. Woo! Yeah. Um, they were so, so, so great to work with us and we love them. Their properties are great. If you're in the mood to go to Greece, this is the place you gotta go. Yeah. Basically, if you want a kind of vacation experience that transcends just being a tourist in a hotel in like one city and then never leaving your hotel's like three block radius, book your next holiday at Wine Dark Sea. I'm serious, guys. I've seen these properties. Holy cow, they are gorgeous. And their whole motto is like their their whole essence of being is centered around not only giving you a luxury experience, but giving you an immersive luxury experience so that you decide how your vacation is going to be. Like, how involved in the culture are you going to go? Um, they, they're a really great company. They are very personable. Their service is impeccable. And I mean, who doesn't want to go to Greece, guys? Seriously, like, it's Greece. Fall out. 2019 is the year to do it. So go. Speaking of which, speaking of which, if you book early, you save fifteen percent. So make your vacation plans now. Seriously, you know you want to go out the country. Yeah. So book your tickets, get on that plane, and go. And hey, yes. tell them Rhapsody and Reverie sent you. Yes, please tell them Rhapsody and Reverie sent you. Um, if you want to visit their website, go to 
www.winedarksevillas.gr. They are a Greek company, so, mm-hmm. you know, Greek website. Uh, find them on Facebook at Wine Dark Sea Villas. Uh, they've got a travel blog. They've got all sorts of, you know, information about deals and stuff like that. You trust me, guys, you do not want to miss this opportunity. And if you go, send us a selfie so I can live vicariously through you. <laughs> Please. Uh, actually, they, they had um, they had some cool French rappers stay at, their, uh, at one of their villas and they made a music video there. <laughs> That's so dope. <laughs> right? Um, so if you're curious uh, to know what French rap sounds like, or those of you who are French and listening to us, um, the, uh, the rapper Yaro featuring Nino uh sang Bucci Night at their uh Villa Santorini. So if you're curious, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> check it out. It's it's a pretty accurate portrayal of what the villa looks like. So I mean, watch the video, get inspired. If you're a musician, go film your next music video in Greece. Like, what's stopping you? Seriously. All right. Now that we've talked about our lovely sponsor, it is now time for everybody's favorite segment. You know what time it is. Woohoo! What time is it? It's up and comers time. Up and comers! <laughs> yes, so this week's up and comer is a band called Twin XL. Woo! Woo! Yeah, um, I discovered them because two of the members of Twin XL, John and Steven Gomez, are brothers, and they actually used to be in a band called The Somerset, which, when I was a teenager, I loved them. I listened to them all the time. Um, I still know all of the words to uh, Chelsea, and um, their Christmas song is one that I listen to every year. Uh, But anyway, the um, John and Steven since um, broke off and started a band with another person called Twin XL, and they make great, super hype music. It's totally going to be my jams for the spring and the summer. Like, it's very, like, upbeat, sort of bright-sounding kind of music, and I-, I think the, like, cold is really, really starting to drag me down, so I'm like, trying to find any sort of like semblance of summer that I can grab my hands on. So um, they're definitely a band that I've been listening to, like trying to like feel something other than cold. Oh my God. <laughs> but they made how appropriate for this playlist, <laughs> right? I'm trying to hold on to some feelings. Um, but Anyway, so definitely go check them out. They released a new song this month called Friends, um, which is really good. The first song that I ever heard from them was Sunglasses, and I really loved it. So definitely check out those two songs. They're super good, and you'll have a great summer this year listening to those songs, I promise you. And if you don't, well, you did not have nearly the amount of like i don't know something's wrong with you just listen to the songs if you want to follow twin xl you can follow them on twitter they are at 
we are twin xl so you can go there give them a follow give them a shout out let them know rhapsody and reverie sent you and enjoy those jams oh apparently twin xl has an ep coming out on march 1st Ooh, how exciting that is friday yeah so go check that out when it drops at the end of the week because i'm super hyped now i'm so stoked that's gonna be awesome so yeah um maybe pop on over to the rhapsody fam facebook group and we'll do like a listening party or something on friday that would be dope yeah so um join me also <laughs> i don't know why i said it like that that would be dope man <laughs> be so dope oh my god so dope but it would be so dope it's it's so dope oh my god but seriously yeah i think it'll be fun we'll i'll definitely be in rhapsody fam um tweeting out some of my reactions to it so join me if you can um but other than that that wraps up our um up and comer which means we've reached the end of episode one of our third season guys can you believe it? I can't believe it. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I do want to say that, like, it is kind of crazy to me. We started this podcast almost a year ago. Our anniversary is coming up next month. And Ooh! it is so, so awesome that we've been able to share this journey with you all and do this podcast for three seasons already. Ooh, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, strap in, kiddos, because we got a full season locked and loaded for you. It's gonna be- an incredible season. Uh, and we're going to have a special surprise for you for our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. We like surprises. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, as always, for listening to us. Um, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are Rhapsody Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and we are Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast on Facebook. Um, be sure to check our website. Be sure to check our Tumblr. Um, all those places. You can find us there. We add updates. We do album reviews. We do all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to be doing even more stuff this season, so definitely keep your eyes peeled and posted for that um be sure to if wait you you got something to say i was gonna say if you're in a band and you want us to review your music send it our way because we are always out on the look for uh uh always out on the hunt for some tasty new morsels so do it yeah hit us up on social media Send us a message, a DM, whatever you want to do. Email us. Slide in there. Yeah. Slide on in. The water's fine. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, and be sure to um, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever else you get your podcasts so you know when we drop a new episode. Um. Leave us a rating or a review. We love those. We love those. So do that. And let's see. What else? We got anything else to plug? 
Um, no. No. Not, not really. Not yet, anyway. Uh, yeah, not yet. So, uh, I guess that's all for now, guys. Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Um, this is Katerina and Adrian signing off. Welcome to season three. Strap in. It's going to be a ride. Jerry's still out on if it's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs>